Hello. We've always had a theory in our household that if we make a few little adjustments, we can lessen on our own footprint. We've got a four-year-old and one on the way, so naturally we want to foster that spirit in them. If we are to dive back into my brand training emotionally, I get a kick being responsible for the waste I create. Little things like composting our fruit and veg scraps, grain from home brewing, and that sort of thing. We also use that Kirby system to send off our soft plastics recycling. But today's guest takes this to a whole new level. This is the Level Up Podcast. I'm your host, Martin Sully, a brand strategist, designer, and founder of Snapper Studio. And I'm on a mission to help you gain clarity and confidence in your brand. I'll arm you with bite-sized tips and introduce you to friends of the show who are taking their brand to the next level. So welcome to the podcast, Jess. Oh, thank you so much, Martin, for having me. That's all right. For those of you who don't know yet, can you just tell us a little bit about what you do? Yeah, sure. Uh, My name's Jess and I convert waste plastic into a variety of products that can be used in your home or business. Amazing. So, yeah, I've got a burning question. Where did you actually, you know, where did this process start? Uh, The process has been a long one in the uh, (laughs) running, I suppose. Uh, Initially, it was sparked when uh, my husband and I went to Thailand on our honeymoon and we went to the beach just a little bit too early, say 9am, <laughs> and it was full of skip bins, dozers, wow. people just picking up so much rubbish. And as someone that is born and bred Newcastle and spent every school holidays going to foster, the idea that our beaches could look like this just Oh, my goodness. So um, that's where it started and from then on I was determined to do something to make the world a better place. Yeah, fair enough. We all see those little um, clips and videos that um, the guy from Zero Co like puts on uh, cleaning up the rivers and places that you just – I'm just mind-blown by the amount of crap that's in the rivers. So true. And that idea of, oh, we'll just throw it away. Yeah. No, it just – go somewhere else yeah so it doesn't just it's magically. not until it's really hitting your face do you go wow we have a major problem yeah yeah it doesn't just disappear does it <laughs> <laughs> which we'd like to think it would <laughs> mm. so that's kind of obviously been the driving force behind the business what was the yeah the kind of the vision that brought everything to life was it to uh yeah what was the yeah, the end Well, vision, I it guess. was actually personal in that we have a coffee table that is a laminate across the top and it started peeling. Um huh. I guess from overuse. Yeah. And I wanted to get something that was really sustainable. And when I went looking, I couldn't find actually one that was made from recycled oh, plastic, wow. um, that was our waste that you know, could just be in our lounge room. <laughs> so that's actually where it stemmed from and now it's just grown and grown and grown from there. So you, uh, essentially you were just kind of solving your own problem. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just my own problem that has now become a much bigger problem. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure a lot of other people would 
yeah, would dig that story and feel, yeah, I would mutually, yeah, feel the same way. Mm. Um, yeah. So obviously you're massively committed to making a big difference to people's lives. Um, have there been any challenges that have kind of cropped up? Um, I guess one of our biggest challenges was uh, when we are manufacturing with the plastic, it can change bag from bag uh-huh. um, and colour to colour. If I'm going to get, you know, really deep, I really love shampoo bottles. Yeah, okay. Uh, and wheelie bins not so much. <laughs> <laughs> so I never yeah. thought I'd have preferences, but um, we find that, yeah, plastics that have been inside homes or businesses with not much sun or yeah. UV respond just how we would like them to and how, ah. you know, Google says that they will respond. Yeah. However, if we have some outdoor plastic, well, you know, we nicknamed it the beast. So that gives you an idea of what mm. it did. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And don't worry about going deep for the, uh, the, the <laughs> yeah, I can imagine recycling a wheelie bin, yeah, they're pretty brown and, yeah, either, no, not brown, are they? They're green. Yeah, the ones, yeah, the ones we got were from Victoria and they were actually black and, oh. well, and they tur- started to turn grey. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I mean, it's like when you look at the top of like a red car and it's gone that like pink colour. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly <laughs> that. <laughs> Yeah, okay, that's that makes sense. So that's been yeah, that is a problem. <laughs> um what about yeah, supplies of things like um metal, electricity, like have you been really kind of picky with people that you've kind of aligned with? Yes. So any outside supplier of ours uses Australian made um or recycled materials. Yeah. Uh, and we initially did that because we did do a full plastic when we did launch. Yeah. Uh, there was quite a lot of pushback. And then interestingly, we changed the legs to metal and then people mm. loved it. So don't worry, I'm going to come back with more plastic on plastic. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think it's also, you know, the education and getting people to realise that it's actually quite strong. Yeah. Um, but we use it as, you know, a fork or to hold milk. So we've been conditioned to think that it's really weak. Yeah. Um, we put a sheet on recently and the plastic was so strong that it broke the side of our metal frame. So oh. it's a very good material. Wow. <laughs> huh. I wouldn't have thought that. That's, um, yeah. So do you find yourself, I'm going to go off paste here for the uh, list of questions. Do you find yourself doing a lot of education to, for people? Yes. Um, that's probably one thing I should have taken into account much earlier in the business yeah. is the education behind we use plastic all the time. Yeah. Yet we don't really understand its materials. We get told a lot, just put it all in a pot, mix yeah. it up because it sounds like I'm using a cauldron. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But you can't actually do it like that. So educating people on how it's recycled, what types of plastics. Um, We do lots of factory tours so that people can see the machinery, what we're doing, and we're really adamant on being open and transparent that when we tell you it's a recycled table made of milk cartons, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And so I'm just interested. uh, I like to find out the sort of details. do you guys break down, so do you, you know, I don't know, shred the plastic 
so in, de- in house or does it get supplied? Yeah, so it depends. Um, at the moment, we're in talks for getting um, potentially a washing area. At the moment, yeah. we get it in, or if it's clean, so the hospital yep. waste, we can shred on site. Yeah. So okay. um, it more comes down to consumer waste in terms of, you know, yogurt containers and milk. Yeah. yeah. Um, not always that clean. <laughs> yeah, I can <laughs> And imagine. smelly after a while. <laughs> so some of that does get pulled in. But yeah. we're trying really hard to get as much plastic locally that we can process ourselves at our factory. Yeah, cool. Awesome. And, yeah, we haven't talked about it yet, but the um, you guys won an award the other night um, and I was there to photograph it. And, yeah, I just wanted to kind of, yeah, dive back into that. Tell me a little bit. So with you doing like a collaborative project with the New South Wales Health. Um, yeah, sort of can you tell us a little bit more about that and how it all came about? Yeah, sure. Um, this has been, I think, my most favourite and most rewarding project that we've done. Uh, So it started very humbly where we had a market set up at Olive Tree Markets and a gentleman walked past and said, I work for Hunter New England Health and I've got some really clean waste. (laughs) Um, And so it began from there. Um, It moved quite fast. Sometimes you can think governments work slowly, but interestingly (laughs) this is just – Gone from strength to strength. Um, So they've been giving us needle caps and bottles and um, other stuff that I'm not great on because I have no medical background. (laughs) (laughs) But excellent colours and that's what I care about. Um, And so we've been able to then take that plastic, repurpose it into a a lot of different products, uh, predominantly our pot. Pants are actually made of um, the waste and they've been a really top seller, which is amazing because it's made from waste that would have normally just been thrown straight out. And so it was so humbling to win it alongside Hunter New England Health with us both working towards. And they're such a big um, employer. They're a big contributor of waste and to show that some of their waste can actually be repurposed. Yeah. I think it just gives us all hope yeah, that it can absolutely. be done. Yeah, and, and a small guy. like Yeah, <laughs> you know? and, and, yeah and then you can think of some of the, uh, you know, potential collaborations over the back, off the back of that. Um, mm. You know, I'm sure there's there's other things you've got your, your eye on of, you know, people you'd like to work with. Yes. Um, yeah, you can you can either, either talk about that or just leave it to be. <laughs> Well, I actually just came from Kingsley Brook. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I am really hoping that some of our tables end up in there. That would be good. Ah, oh, yes. Yeah, that, that would be cool. That'll that'll be a, a top marker in my yeah. book. <laughs> <laughs> so I ask everyone this. Do you have a, like a big goal you're driving towards over the next sort of 12, 24 months or so? Um, yeah. Um, I guess my biggest, and I don't know, actually I haven't thought short term, my, my I guess, longer term goal is that Resourceful Living would end up with a um, buyback scheme of all of our um, plastic mm-hmm. products. So at the moment if you purchase 
and you, you know, want to change the colour or you're finished yeah. with it, then we take it back. But oh, at the okay. moment it's based on a smile and donation version. <laughs> Whereas I would love to be able to really incentivise the public yeah. to bring their products back and also to share that businesses can take ownership of their products and it's not always a consumer's problem of yeah. how to dispose of it. Interesting. I think, I think there's... um. Yeah, there's definitely scope there to be doing something and, you know, would you, mm. for instance, if a business came to you and said, oh, I've got all of these recycled material or material to be recycled, could you create me X with it? Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely what we're yeah, looking cool. and doing a lot of. Yeah. So. Nice. But I'll have to think on the 12 months. Yeah. <laughs> Ask me next year. Yeah, I was going to say 12 months goes really quickly, I doesn't know. it? I <laughs> <laughs> I'm like maybe in like five years. I'm like yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, what's one of your best-selling products? Um, it would definitely be the pot plant. Yeah, yeah. Nice. it's and you've got like a range of colours, haven't you? So you can yeah, yeah you range can of colours, and well, we stuck with small, medium, large. You know, yeah, cool. makes that easy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's one. I think it's a product too that. Um, people can get behind because, you know, you can put it anywhere, you can put some greenage in it and, yeah. it, you know, looks beautiful. Um, and it's yeah. also the type of product that, um, you know, you can buy a couple of, yeah. unlike, you know, a dining table, <laughs> you know. Yeah, fair it's enough. A- yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how much, how much do they, like, what's the range of pricing for those? Um, so they are from about fifty dollars yeah. right through to just over a hundred. Yeah, okay. depending on you. And you'd probably spend that on, um, you know, a clay or a terracotta, something or other. You know, yeah. some of those bigger ones that they are. Yeah, they are that expensive. Um, did you expect that to be the bestseller, or is it? Well, that was just kind of an afterthought, or yeah. I loved it when yeah. I saw it, but I haven't really been able to pick yeah. the best sellers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I love a lot of colour. Yeah. And our best sellers before the pots were black and white <laughs> serving pots. <laughs> Whereas I love the blue ones. The blue ones are just stunning. But yeah, it just goes to show um, yeah, people love the nice neutral black and white. Yeah. Or like pastely sort of colours. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you can see those real um, like we've got a shed that's like that kind of eucalyptus colour. Yes, like those really soft. I call them like almost like Australian colours. Like people like really like like the things that blend in. Yes, um, to the surroundings. So yeah, we get that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, in a, like in a really short time, almost. Well, you know, a couple of years, you've created a brand that has won awards and been a finalist in others. What would you say was the biggest um, factor in helping you achieve that? I think drive and passion. Like I love what I do and I wake up every morning just like ready to go and I think that has been a really big, you know, when I was doing working for someone before and, I don't know. My mindset's completely changed. You know, I went to work, I got paid, that was great. Whereas now I just want to spread the word on how easy it is to, um, 
you know, recycle, yeah. manufacture it into new products yeah. and, and keep that circular economy going. So that's probably why it's gone from strength to strength. Also, I don't take no as an answer, so that's probably (laughs) another reason. (laughs) My husband's probably very exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think yeah, I think you need that um, that passion and driving force to really kind of bring things to the front and to make other people kind of yeah buy into it as well and get excited about it and the possibilities and Hmm. um, that probably in itself probably helped get the um you know the hunter new england health yes that's part of you know that they saw your drive to do something a little bit better and make a make a difference uh, that's that's awesome what's uh one tip you want to leave people with if they could you know Ooh. from this point oh that's a good one <laughs> 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 my my one tip, and it's got to do about with reducing, is if you can actually, so if you've got uh, a product that is multiple materials versus a product that is just straight plastic, and I'm talking about, you know, food packaging, yep. go for the product that is straight plastic. Yeah. Because recycling is still a very manual process to a point. And if it is, I'll use the milk cartons, for example. Yeah. Those ones that are all number two, as soon as they're washed, they're straight in and can be manufactured. Whereas when you've got other ones that have maybe paper or aluminium, it actually then comes down to someone pulling it all apart, sorting it all out. So, you know, trying to think of sometimes the lesser of two evils is probably what I, you know, and then don't buy the cucumber that is only one that is wrapped in plastic. (laughs) That's my other gripe at the supermarkets. Yeah, I think I think that's most people's gripes at supermarkets. Why? why is everything wrapped? <laughs> it has a skin for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you know what? I thought your answer to the last one would be um, to wash your milk cartons and your yogurt pots out. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. I guess because we can do that. I I don't and I, I don't want to add more things for people to to do. No, don't make I, it too I, much you know, more we're busy enough. Like yeah. I just need you to sort it and then yeah, yeah, just remind that you know, maybe in 20 30 years, you know, some yeah. robots will be able to <laughs> manually do it, but um yeah, just trying to point out that if you have to get something that is it, it, if cardboard's not an option, yeah. You know, try for your your straight material. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm. I've recently seen uh, they've started doing kiwi fruit, of all things, like kiwi fruit are, are now coming in car- just cardboard. Yeah. And I thought, oh, that's a, that's a big improvement. Um, <laughs> I'm sure there'll be more things like that that happen. But mm. yeah. It's so good to see that those little changes, yeah. you know, nationally yeah. or even just locally can, yeah. can make massive change to... Yeah, absolutely. So, um, actually, just at the beginning of um, this, uh, in October, we celebrated 20 tonnes worth of recycle. So if you think about that, um, it Whoa. we actually saved enough energy to power 54 homes for a year. Whoa. So, That's awesome. you know, a little a little yeah. change actually can make a... Wow. A Big impact, 20, or at least that's what I tell myself regularly. 20, no, but 20, 20 tons, if you yeah. that's 54 houses, that might be a street of houses. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty Save amazing. Save from getting new plastic out of the ground and yeah. the process that it goes with. So Yeah, because that's often the thing we don't think about as well, is the, the, the mm. process before that, before yes. it became plastic and then, <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I just want to, yeah, wrap it up here and say thank you so much for coming in, um, yeah, into the studio. It's been great to have somebody share their story and with yeah all the insights and the passion that you've got for it um yeah before you go is there a product area that you're kind of looking to create or you you dream about creating in the in the future or the things you've seek secrets that you're working on um <clears throat> sorry <laughs> um our what we're looking at at the moment is actually outdoor furniture yeah. Um, similar to the wicker and that. Ah. Um, so that would also, that's one of my dreams that I want to yeah, get I off. Yeah, I can see that would um, be a... To, yeah, get to market next year. Yeah. So, you know, that's imagine cool. having the option of, you know, you'll always have steel, but, yeah. you know, then you could have a recycled plastic option. And then when you're done, I'll take yeah. it back. <laughs> see, yeah. it works. Yeah. <laughs> Well, funnily enough, on that, my, my brother-in-law bought some uh, some outdoor furniture that was made of tyres. Oh, that's um, awesome. And I don't remember whether he kept it. He had it for a long time, but mm. I don't know what happened to it after that. <laughs> that's brilliant. I'm going to have to look yeah, that up now. That's... I'm sure they were made of recycled tyres. Yeah, that sounds familiar. <laughs> we will Google. That they were, sounds they amazing. Were semi-comfortable as well to sit in. So. Brilliant. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, um, tell us where we can connect with you and yeah. Oh, that. So you can find me on Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, at Resourceful Living, yeah. uh, the same as our website, or catch yeah. me on LinkedIn as Jess Hodge. Yeah, amazing. Connect. <laughs> <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Oh, wonderful. Thank you.